can't you do with a drone? Apparently, you can farm with a drone. Did you know that? Well, not everything yet. But what drones can be used for on the farm continues to expand. I, I guess we talked about this. What was it? couple years ago here on the show where they were using drones to scare the birds away from blueberry fields and other things that you know historically you've used cannons or nets or different things and they were using drones for that and I was like, okay well that makes sense you know fly a drone around whatever program it to scare the birds away well they're kind of up in the ante now they're spraying with drones and i heard about this a while back and i thought well, you know, what can you, how much could you really spray with a drone? I'm thinking the small little ones that people have to, you know, take videos and stuff. They're getting serious with their drones. And in fact, I checked one out at the Whatcom Farm Expo a couple of weeks ago at the fairgrounds. That was a serious drone. So I had to talk with these guys. They're based right here uh, in Whatcom County, Eagle Eye Aerial Solutions. One of their owners and founders joins me on the program this morning. Sam Adams, welcome to the show. You guys are actually out here in Whatcom County and all over, really, using drones now to spray crops. How does that work? Yeah, so we're based here in Everson, Washington. Our office is right on Main Street. Uh, we've been around for almost a decade now and only recently got into the egg business, but uh, in the last couple of years, they've started getting a lot larger. So our biggest drone is about 10 feet in diameter and carries about an eight gallon payload. And depending on what we're spraying, we can hit up to 40 acres an hour. Wow. Okay. So hold on. I'm still thinking like, and I've seen your drone and it's a pretty good size bird. You know, I, how many, pounds oh, yeah. that, how much does that thing even weigh? I mean, it's, so, it's wider than, you know, the stretch of my arms all the way out. <laughs> We were actually just down spraying and it looked like it was almost as big as our truck. Uh, <laughs> the total takeoff weight is just shy of 200 pounds. Okay. So this uh, is a little bit more than your kid's video drone, right? <laughs> yeah, this could probably carry your kid. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I think I even saw that on social media the other day. A guy underneath the drone hanging onto the thing. and it, He was it, using that same exact drone, actually. <laughs> you saw that same video? Yes, I've seen it. So yes. that is the, the drone that you guys use? That's the exact same one. And then they have a new one that we're probably going to be upgrading or adding to our fleet later this summer. That's uh, an additional hundred pounds heavier, but about the same footprint. Wow. So, but still the thing, eight gallons, it's like, well, how much spraying can you do? I mean, the sprayer that I'm used to in the berries is a 500 gallon tank, you know, and, and certainly bigger than that. If you're out spraying big, you know, grass fields with the traditional three or four wheel, um, you know, and they, they have these taller and bigger and wider booms. And how can you do that with eight gallons? At the same time, though, I have been hearing from those guys the incredible rates that they're doing as far as ridiculously small amounts of water for efficient product placement. I'm assuming yes. that's what you guys are doing is using these mixes that are 
are designed for just very minimal total solution uh, volumes. Uh, to some extent, yeah. And because it's such a new industry or part of the industry, we follow the aerial application rates that are listed on the, the labels that we use. And most of the stuff we spray is around three gallons per acre. Uh, some of the stuff we spray is a little bit larger, but to stay efficient, you know, getting that lower and lower is best. Um, and I'll, I'll dive into the ultra low volume rates that we think are coming in the next year or two. Yeah. Um, but right now, you know, we're, we're trying to keep in the three to five, but like we just did Tulip Town last week and we sprayed a 10 for a fungicide. Um, and what you're doing is, you know, the idea here is we're not going to be competitive. It's not a, a one fit tool for every field. If you've got 500 acres, then this probably isn't quite best for you yet. <laughs> right. You know, the helicopters are probably still the best way to go. But if you've got a small, you know, one to 20 acre field, we can probably get in there now if it's still wet and spray. And what happens right. is we go out and we map your field, uh, you use the corners and then uh, it programs the flight route and then it goes out and sprays and it automatically adjusts uh, it's battery life based to come back when it's out of battery or spray. And so you're just doing a lot of tank swaps. So mm. it might seem like it's, you know, a smaller number of tank, but you can cover a lot of ground very fast. So it's got like a removable tank where you can have another one that you're mixing and it goes out and sprays. You mix the next one and swap them when it comes back to you. Our little one is like that. Um, our big one currently doesn't have an easy remove tank. The next one up does this one. We've got set up with our mixing station that we can refill a tank and swap batteries in under 30 seconds wow. and then put it back in there and when it's flying it actually records its last location so it knows exactly where it's supposed to go and continue spraying so um, it's basically to pretty much totally on autopilot once the field is mapped it will take off and land by itself all you got to do is map the field refill it and then you know you want to keep an eye on it and it does take some qualifications to do that right but once it's in the air as long as everything's going smoothly it's completely on its own how fast can it go then doing it's, that too? It depends on what the spray rate is and, you know, your gallons per acre, but we've right. gotten it around seven feet per second. So, I mean, it's, it's really cooking. So that is kind of the cool part, even with as small as it is, if it can move really fast. And then I'm thinking about this in terms of GPS and, you know, GPS in the tractor has been a thing for a long time now. I think mm -hmm. the first time and it's been around longer than this, but I think the first time I ran a tractor with, you know, John Deere, uh, RTK, I think it was, you know, like 15 years ago. And already yeah. it was like, wow, it's, you know, you can see the stripes, you can see the exact overlap, you can program that, you can be way more efficient with what you're doing. This is like that on steroids because it's in the air. It's not subject to any, you know, wiggle of your steering wheel. Those drones, and if you understand even like the little, you know, video drones that we've been talking about, those things can be incredibly precise on where they are all the time because they're adjusting, right, with their different rotors. Um, oh, yeah. Well, and so, so then this you one can actually just, has the terrain follow. So, yeah, I guess so you're following the terrain, you're following the map, you know everything, and it is just putting the product exactly where you want it. Yeah, and you can adjust all of that on the fly, too. And one thing that we haven't really gotten to explore much last year, but we're looking at this year, is integrating you know, some of those smaller drones that have NDVI, the multispectral imagery for plant health. We can take that mapping that we can do and import that as an index map so that you're increasing your efficiency by spraying only what you really need in certain areas. Um, so so is could, that you know, an on-off thing? Like you only spray areas of a certain color that would indicate 
indicate, oh, you know, the plants are weaker there or there are certain weeds that are a different color, so we're only going to spray yeah. there. Is it, can that be also adjusted for, like, different rates? Like, we're going to do a higher rate here and a lower rate there? Yes. We, like I said, we haven't gotten to play with it a whole much yet, but that's exactly what it's supposed to be designed for, is that you could put that index map, and theoretically, you could take that index map and put it into your ground spray rig, too. Crazy. and use that for that yeah it's a very cool technology that they've got coming out for this again it just keeps getting better again we're talking with sam adams right now uh with what is it eagle eye aerial solutions llc based right here in whatcom county in everson uh they're on main street and they do spraying um amongst other things i want to get into that eventually how you guys you know started elsewhere but came to the farming community with drone technology they can actually put eight gallons of spray solution in the air and spray with it it sounds like it's small but when you're using these um uh, these newer technologies in even the products that you're you're applying they're now designed for these ultra um efficient mixes um, you can do quite a bit. And like you're pointing out, you don't have to put tires on the ground. So if it's something that, you know, the, the, the soil is still too soggy to get on, but you want to apply something start, you know, killing down the cover crop or whatever it is, um, deal with, uh, you know, fungicides, um, insecticides i would imagine you know anything to deal with with pest problems when there's an accessibility issue you can do that and this could and again you're saying well you aren't going to do the huge fields we don't have that many huge fields here in no we County. don't yeah. and they're usually a weird shape and over this hill and around that corner and that's that's the kind of thing that this can work for yeah. Well, and we've also seen and been hearing about a lot of people that, you know, the smaller fields that, you know, traditionally might have been too small for some of the companies to spray profitably that have been, you know, maybe missed in the past. Those are kind of the ones that we're trying to target right now or, or the fields that have a lot of fencing. You know, we can fly right over the fence. You got tight trees. We can fly right around it. Those are the kinds of obstacles that, you know, if you had a field previously that couldn't gotten couldn't have been hit, we can now get in there and hit them. What is the cost, though? And that was something that we talked about. And if I recall, I was pretty impressed by what you guys are able to do. Because to me, I mean, and maybe it's just, you know, growing up as a farm kid, you know, is this farmer logic? I think, oh, well, that sounds like it's going to be expensive. Yeah. And that's something that a lot, we've actually had a couple people uh, look at us twice when we've explained it is, you know, our, our goal here growing up in Whatcom County is we want to see the farm industry grow and succeed and we want to be cost effective. So what we've tried to do is make our rates comparable to ground spray rates in this area. So for Whatcom and Skagit County, we're charging $350 for a call out fee and that includes mapping and then any, you know, additional stuff we have to do on site. And then once we're out there, depending on what we're spraying, uh, you know, we get back to that gallon per acre, lower gallon per acre, we're charging 14 high end, we're charging 25 per acre. So, you know, if you have a five acre field, it's probably going to cost you around $500 to have it sprayed on the high end. Um, and then that's what we're keeping with it. It's supposed to be very cost effective. That's not bad at all. If you know the, you know, going rates for these kinds of things. Oh Yeah. Um, just thinking about how, yeah, there's a lot of possibilities here. I'm thinking about the application style too. Um, when you have a, because you mentioned helicopters and mostly when I think about spraying, because I'm old school and we haven't had a lot of aerial application around here over the years, there's been some, but not a ton. 
So I'm thinking of tractors and booms and, you know, self-propelled sprayers, but you mentioned helicopters and mm-hmm. something that I've been seeing, you know, because back in the day I used to think of, you know, aerial application being airplanes. Well, helicopters more recently, um, there's an outfit, at least one outfit, if not multiple, um, that have been operating here. And it's been cool to see, well, you think about that rotor being above the sprayer, it's forcing the product straight down where it needs to go. Um and that keeps things efficient and accurate as well. I would imagine the yeah. same thing with a drone. It may be a small, you know, total footprint of where you're spraying at any given moment, but does the drone do that too? It's it's blowing down essentially. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you when you go out and stand near or underneath our biggest equipment right now, it's a little scary to stand uh, anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's we've actually heard reports on the east side of different, uh, I guess eastern. When I say east side, east part of the country, where you know people have been using this to blow water off the tops of cherries so they don't you know pop and then not they're not wow. marketable like they um, do with helicopters, but with exactly. The drone. Yeah. So I mean, when we're saying uh, penetration on these things, our little guy is the, the Agris T10. It's about. Uh, five feet in diameter and it's under 55 pounds uh, total takeoff weight and we use that to spray our uh, old high school Meridian high school uh, and we hit the tallest trees they had out there to um, uh, prevent some different blight and other things and one of the ta- tallest trees out there had to have been about 40 feet and we weren't sure if we were able to do it or not but we hovered right above it and you could see the penetration all the way to the ground from the very top of that tree so i mean we're getting wow. excellent penetration uh you're getting the same type of spray as you would from a helicopter and with this type of one you know depending on how far off the ground generally we try and stay 10 to 12 feet um, and you're always keeping an eye out for drift, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting that size uh, with the little guy, we can get 15 foot uh, spray widths. And with the big guy, we can get almost 30. It's 29.5. And really, there's got to be an advantage, I would think, to having smaller spray widths versus a helicopter, which is going to have bigger overlaps. Um, I would imagine you can't get much more efficient as far as, you know, the amount of product you're putting right where it needs to go than, than what you're doing. Are you able to even track that and see, you know, the effectiveness of X amount of product as compared to other methods of application? I would imagine you guys could get probably get away with less uh, if you're getting everything right where it needs to go. We're still constrained by the legal uh, label requirements, but uh, something that we've seen, you know, in China, India, Australia, where they actually seem to be ahead of us in this regard, they're experimenting with ultra low volume concentrations where they're doing, you know, maybe a gallon uh, of spray solution per acre and they're getting excellent results with this type of stuff. And that's where they're starting to get really good uh, adoption of this type of technology. Uh, I, I think I was reading China and obviously they're, you know, they've been a drone hub for a while but they're supposed to out surpass all other spray rates or um, methods with drones in the next five years there crazy very and that is i mean it's hard to believe a gallon per acre if you know how big an acre is forty three thousand five hundred and sixty square feet one gallon a milk jug um, yes. that is not very much. And, and on one hand that could put people who are concerned about such things at ease. It is a tiny amount yep. uh, for those who uh, rely on these things to make sure that their crops are what they want them to be. It could be a point of skepticism. Like, does that really work? My thought is if it works, it works. 
And, and how, in the how same awesome boat. is that? Yeah. And it's, you know, and that's something as we see this technology mature, I mean, right now we're one of less than, I think last time I checked in August, it was less than 75 companies in the country that are legally allowed to fly these. You know, it's, it's a very new method of doing this in this country and we're just not set up to look at it yet. So as groups start experimenting with this stuff and labels start showing different levels of looking at this, I think you're going to see proof uh, coming down the line in the next year or two that uh, is very substantial. This is The Farming Show here on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop. We're talking with Sam Adams right now of Eagle Eye Aerial Solutions, LLC, based in Everson. They do drone spraying for farming. Um, and yeah, able to get into fields where otherwise you get stuck or have to deal with fences or in an awkward place or eat, you know, even small weird shapes that we have here uh, in Western Washington, um, that don't work for a, a larger, uh, unit or even a, a helicopter. I know some, you know, helicopters are limited to where they can get into and power lines and other things in proximity, incredible stuff. And I'd love to see one of these things in operation. I'm going to have to try to get out as, at some point and actually see one of these things working. It'd be really cool to watch Definitely. you guys. You guys, like you said, though, didn't start in farming real quick. Your background was in doing other things and you still do other things with these drones as well, right? Yes. So our background actually started in uh, the engineering and land surveying fields. Um, and then we kind of diversified into telecom and power. So we do a lot of power inspections all across the Pacific Northwest for a number of different utilities, uh, including our own Wacom PUD here in town. And then when we're not doing that, uh, we work with a couple of different local land survey groups uh, doing LIDAR scanning. Um, we do thermal imaging, all sorts of different ideas. And then the last year or two, we started seeing ag becoming more and more feasible and figured we would start migrating to that, especially since uh, the other owner, Evan Childs, he grew up doing ag work. Uh, mm. And then I was exposed to it, too, as well. And it's always been a, a fun community to work with in this area. Yeah, for sure. Um what are what are people saying so far what 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 has the experience been for people who have had you out well usually we get people that you know uh they like the toy factor right i mean i've never had anyone say you know be careful or don't do that it's always we'll have fun today uh, which is always nice to hear um but a lot of a lot of groups that we work with once they get over kind of the disbelief of what they're seeing you know they go and look at a 10 foot diameter drone and think there's no way it's going to be able to do this job then they start seeing the results and so so far, we've had a couple fields where no one thought that it would be usable uh, in terms of the what we were spraying, and every single time it's turned out fantastic. And again, we're really new to this, but uh, so far, what we've seen is the results keep surprising everyone. <laughs> and you guys work with you know the local um, agronomists and their various companies uh, that are providing the product too, right? You're not doing that, you so you would work with a, a field man and say, hey. Um, this is what we're going to do. You know, it's, it's just a different method of, of applying the same things that they'd be looking at otherwise. Yes, this is to give everyone, we're not an agronomist team. Our, our goal here is to work with an agronomist or whoever you have running that and give you another option as a farm owner uh, to 
get your field covered and it's not just spray it's also spreading too um so i mean there's there's a lot of different applications that you can do with this that give you um, more choices than what you might have previously had whether it was not doing anything at all in this type of season versus now being able to get into your field and get started earlier than you would have thought all right well the, the name of the company if if you're interested in looking them up is eagle eye aerial solutions llc they are in everson uh, on West Main, right, right there in town, yep. right here in the county. Uh, Sam Adams, one of their founders, has been with us here on the program. Very fascinating, and I'm guessing we're going to keep hearing more and more about this kind of stuff. Uh, Sam, thanks for taking the time to fill us in uh, here on the program this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me.